love. I love the way you say that, Mark. Hope. Love, <laughs> hope, slavery. Yeah. And yeah. Then. And then. So, so this week we're in First John chapter three. Mike is live, by the way. Good. All right. So uh, we're talking about we're talking about love. Good. And the whole audience just turned the the whole thing off right there. Right. And then right. we'll talk about yeah. What else? Uh, we're going to talk about some slavery. Talk about love and and slavery. Okay. Is the love true? I mean that. Is it true love yeah. that brings us together today? The dream within a dream. Yes, we're talking about that. And Will there ta- be cases and escapes today? <laughs> there, there, actually, there, there is. Ah, there will be. Yes. Okay. Yes. And there's, yes. Pirates? Yes. Revenge? Yes. I love this I'm episode. In. Yes. All right. What about hope? There is hope. There's the kind of hope that brings a person through the revenge and the fighting and the and the, and the depths and of the despair. Early I yeah. This is going to be fantastic. This is going to be our best <laughs> best episode ever. Yes, and we've got we've got white horses running through the forest. Oh, that's right. And a Christian radio segment that's is right. on the way. Today. We're bringing back Christian radio. <laughs> yes. the dweem within a dweem. Yeah, it is. Yes, uh, complete right. with. Uh, uh, just stay tuned for that one, folks. And then uh, and then we're going to be wrapping up talking about uh, something that should carry all of us through. And it might be that this one thing carries you through the Interman Radio episode itself. The hope of the, the hope of the end? The hope of the end. Hope, okay. That's right. You ready? I'm ready. Let's, Let's go. go. This is Innerman Radio, equipping the inner man for victory through Christ, one honest conversation at a time. So drop those excuses, pick up your Bibles, and recruit a friend. All right, Mark, the moment we've been building for in working through 1 John, we're in chapter 3, uh, starting in verse 1 this week. See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us, that we would be called children of God, and such we are. For this reason, the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not appeared as yet what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him, because we will see him just as he is. And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as he is pure. All right, so let's start at the top today. All right, okay. So in verse 1, John's drawing our attention to this tremendous love that the Father has for us and has bestowed on us, and he qualifies that love as, hey, I'm getting to the exciting part, as you said, us, you oh. said, You said love. Isn't Everybody just turns their brains off whenever we use the word love. No, they were into it. They, they were, were excited about it. Did I ruin that. it? Yeah, no, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay, go back. Go back. Okay. All right. John draws our attention to this <laughs> to this tremendous love that God has for us and he qualifies that love as being a love that has changed us into children of God. As such we are. That's exciting, isn't that, it? That actually that is exciting. Well, when we consider it, what we were before it is, especially because if we understand where we came from, that then all of a sudden God's love means a whole lot more. He who's been forgiven much loves much. Oh, we're going to appreciate that much more. So what were we? What were we before that, Mark? Well, before that we were slaves. So uh, Romans chapter seven does a great job of really capturing the kind of of uh, despair. Yeah, uh, that's the word of despair. 
Romans chapter 7, look at verse 14. He says, We know the law is spiritual, but I am a flesh sold into bondage to sin. That which I'm doing, I do not understand. I'm practicing or not practicing what I would like to do. I'm doing the very thing that I hate. Mm-hmm. But if I do the very thing I do not wish to do, I agree with the law, confessing it is good. And Paul goes through this litany of frustration as he's grappling with, he knows what the right thing is, he can't bring himself to do it, he knows what's wrong, and he doesn't seem to be able to avoid it. So it kind of comes to a, a point in verse 24 where he says, Wretched man that I am, who will set me free mm-hmm. from the body of this death? Paul wants out of this thing. He wants out of that kind of slavery. And that's the kind of slavery that all of us were subject to prior to becoming children of God. Yeah, in, in 2 Timothy chapter 2, and verse 26, he describes it this way. He says that those who are outside of Christ... Uh, he's talking about that they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do his will. And that really is uh, what Paul is describing in his former life prior to coming to Christ as a slave. I mean, Paul is not talking about his current situation in Christ. How right. he's, he's talking, he is, if you look at the context of Romans 6, then chapter 7, then chapter 8, he is looking backwards at those moments when he truly could call himself a slave held captive to do Satan's will. And you know what? For a person who recognizes that that's what we were, all of a sudden God's love has an entirely uh, much more depth, much more meaning and impact for us. Yes, slight tangent here, but man, I, I think that in many cases, um, the gospel is done a disservice when we don't really communicate to people their position prior to Christ. When, uh, when Jesus is just a way to better yourself and not really save you from an eternity of a godless hell, it cheapens grace because it, it's not so important to us. Well, you know, my life was okay before. No, it wasn't okay before. No. Your life was a disaster before and you were headed to hell. That's very different than I'd made some bad choices. Yeah. And so then I started doing things and living more. And, and now Jesus has blessed me. No, 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 you, you don't get it. Jesus said he who's forgiven little loves little. He who's forgiven much loves much. Right. And so it, it, when we put it in that contrast, it does make God's love that much greater when we recognize what we were prior. And he loved us anyway. That's right. Seeing ourselves the way the way we really were. Yeah. You know, instead of, okay, so you went off on a tangent. Can I go off on a tangent to the tangent? Sure. And it'll bring us back around eventually. Okay. So when a lot of times people come to Christ because they think that we're going to have wider teeth, our teeth will be straighter. We'll have, we'll have a a better (laughs) job or, or maybe we came to Christ, you know, and we had all those great things going on in life. We had a great dental relationship when we were teenagers and our parents could afford all that stuff and send us to the right colleges. And we got to drive the nice car and yeah, we did some bad things. And then we got immersed because we felt kind of guilty and all that. That's not what we're talking about here. No. I mean, straight teeth or not, that doesn't matter. What we're really talking about is the fact that we were decrepit, the fact that we were complete and total slaves held captive to do as well. And if we don't look back at our past before becoming Christians as being that way, it does cause us to question whether or not we really are seeing it for what it really was. Well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the, the, uh, the slavery aspect. Because that's something, I mean, the, the word gets tossed around a lot. I mean, it's similar to love in the sense that 
it sometimes gets overused, and I think it does lose some of its weight because of its familiarity. But let's talk about the slavery aspect because, you know, slavery doesn't exist in the same in a in a form yeah. that that we recognize readily. No, we, we don't see it in culture. No, I mean, uh, so th- we would go back and say, okay, so what was the guy's name? Uh, the song "Amazing Grace." Uh, oh. Um, uh, uh, and then I, there's I Wilberforce uh, was the gentleman who yeah, fought who in England it. for. In, in any case, Isaac. Um, Isaac Newton. 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 Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton? No. <laughs> John Newton. John Newton. John Newton. Thank John you. John Isaac Newton. John. I, okay. No. <laughs> oh boy. John Newton. We Let's don't live in now. those days. Yes. And so we don't see that here in our normal daily existence, seeing slaves being put on ships coming to North America. That's right. What do we see, though, that would be a good parallel? Well, I think, you know, there are some... I don't know. There isn't anything above the surface of culture that rises to that to that level of Uncle Tom's Cabin. Mm-hmm. But there certainly is beneath the surface. You know, and it's, get, it, it's getting more and more um, attention mm-hmm. as these incidents of things like human trafficking are really much more widespread than we might like to believe. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, I mean, it takes all different kinds of, of shapes and whatnot. But a lot of times human trafficking is done. Uh, the person who is being trafficked or who's being kidnapped is lured into it. Yeah. They're uh, sold some song and dance and yeah, get in the van. Yeah. They're in total poverty. You know, we've got this opportunity for you. Yep. Uh, you take know, you to America. That's right. You know, so they're sold this big, this, this big dream uh, oftentimes. And uh, then they find themselves in a situation where they're trapped and they know they can't get out. Right. Yeah. And uh, when that at that moment, uh, the reality of, of, of their situation hits. And imagine being that person who you were sold a bill of goods. You thought that you were going to improve your life. You thought you had this great, uh, this great modeling career ahead of you, right, say, right, or whatever right. is being sold to them, right? And all of a sudden you realize, A, you don't control your day. Right. Every shot is being called for you. B, you're being abused by whoever it is that wants to abuse you. You have no say in it. And C, there's no way out. There is no way out. Imagine that feeling. And you know, that's really where, now, spiritually speaking, that's where we were prior to coming to Christ. We were sold a bill of goods. Yep. We thought it would be a great, a, a great thing. We'd have a lot of fun. The world sold us all their stuff. But at some point in time, we realized, wait a minute, this isn't what I was sold. I'm not in control anymore. No. And we were slaves to sin. Yeah. And by that time, it was too late. It was too late. By the time we realized, hey, I'm not calling the shots anymore, it, it, the opportunity for us to back out of that arrangement was over and done with, held captive by the devil to do his will. Right. We're going to come back to that in just a minute, Mark. That's a very weighty subject. We'll come back, and there is a good ending to that. But, you know, speaking of good endings. Oh, yes. You know, so we started something in the first few episodes of Interman Radio uh, where we would segue into a current song on Christian radio. Something and that gives hope and, yes. and, uh, and kind of builds builds you up and yep. uh, prepares you yes. for, uh, for, uh, for, for life or doing battle. For life. 
For, or battle. Yeah. The it, battle of life. Or the battle of making it through the song. No, <laughs> no, no I mean, so this week we've... We're, some real stinkers. We, we're, we found some dandies. Yeah, we're rolling out one this week that mm. might take it to a new level. You're going to love it. And in fact, you, you just, well, we can't recommend the video. Unfortunately, we still, we can't. Um, but in any case, so, so the, just stay tuned. Here, here is, what's the name of this one? I'm, I can't remember. Oh. No, thy will be done. Oh, yes. I'm so confused. I know I heard you loud and clear, so I followed through. Somehow I ended up here. I don't want to think I may never understand that my broken heart is a part of your plan when i try to pray all i got is her and these four words
Something. For that very much. Yeah. <laughs> so, where do we start? I'm so confused. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. No. I'm wow. so confused. You know, so how do we come I want to lock myself in a closet yeah. after listening to that and, and just hide un- beneath a blanket yeah, okay. of sorrow and shame. Okay, so but at the risk of coming a off like two closet. old angry men yelling, get off my lawn, right? <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, this is, it's a new depth. It's a new low. Th- this song, uh, guys, we, we chose this because it illustrates... Uh, probably what a lot of Christian radio is like nowadays, where it's this, I'm helpless, I'm confused, I'm a victim. God, in this song especially. My broken heart, I don't know how I ended up here, I don't feel good right now. Uh, I can't. It's hard to count it all. Joy. You know what it is. You know what it is that bugs me about this. What? It's what is it? it the, the the one thing, Mark. Yeah. Because there's only one thing. It's the horse, isn't it? Yeah. What you're, is, you're it's the rope. It's the rope. You're referencing the video that yeah. we do not recommend people Don't, watch. Yeah. It's yeah. Anyway, so you know what they're gonna do now. Uh huh. Parents look for the rope. Uh, parents, we do not recommend. Anyway, so uh, the one thing that bothers me about this is that if you look at the lyrics and the tone of this, what she's really saying is, is God, I did my part. You didn't come through. I'm confused, but I'll obey you anyway. Thy will be done. I'll be the martyr. So I'll just go ahead and your will be done, I guess. And I'll just have to be content with, with not your, knowing and misery. Yeah, that's uh, right. I mean, the, the part that, I, that, that gets under my skin is, is where is this about God? Where's the, yeah. where's the, where's the God part? I, I mean, I heard thy will be done about uh-huh. 32 times. Right. But... <laughs> Now, where's the part where God is praised? Where's the part where God is glorified? Because, I mean, goodness you have in store, that's about that's about as far as we go. And then after that, yeah. it's just his unknowable will. And I'm, like I'm a, you said, I just have to be content to suffer. Yeah, like a child. Like a child on my knees. That's all I can go back to. <laughs> that's is, all that comes to me is. is a, like a child on my knees. You know, whatever is praiseworthy. Whatever yeah. is true. What, whatever is good. Where's the good? Where's the praiseworthiness? Where's the where is the truth here that's going to be encouraging us? There's none of that. This here. does not move me forward and make me want to make me want to do anything positive. I just I just want to lock myself in a closet and have a good cry. Yeah. Yep. She left you again, didn't she, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so here's the deal. So uh, but we do have a song that we would recommend it this week on Interman Radio. Yeah. Try we're, this. We're not going to claim that it's. Uh, Theologically deep, okay. <laughs> so, so if you're getting your exegesis from the song, but it is encouraging. It is, I don't know if that's if that's a very good commendation. Yeah, Play it. Uh, here we go. You love 
control My soul is untouchable Because you've already won me My victory is not in this flesh and bone It's in the cross and I know Nobody's taking it from me I got my armor now No fear, no doubt Can't shoot me down, yeah I got my armor now No fear, no doubt Gonna shoot me down, 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 down Dancing now, okay. Okay. All right. All right, all right. Hey, that's an encouraging song. It was, but you know what I noticed is there are actually a lot of similarities in the in the content between the two songs. So I mean, even the even the second one talks about yeah, you know, I didn't know necessarily, and you know, I was uh, I forget exactly what, how it's worded, but you know, I had no hope I for was, tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No hope for tomorrow. It's a lot of the same uh, of the same content, but it's dealt with in an entirely different way. Right. So one doesn't necessarily have all the answers that the other lacked. It's just one's trusting that the good things are coming, and I'm moving forward. I'm bulletproof. Yeah, because of you. <laughs> so really, Mark, these two songs, they illustrate this passage. The first song illustrates the slavery yes. that a person would find themselves in, confused, hopeless, no way out. I'm, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to cry Funeral myself trust. to sleep. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, I guess I'll keep going on. You know, your will, God. You know, whereas the second one is, hey, man, I'm free. I'm not a slave to the, what people think right, about right, me anymore. Right. I, I'm, I, You've got it, Lord. I'm in the plan. Yeah. Let's go do it. Yeah. Completely different. So, now where do we go from here? Well, let's go back to First John chapter 3. Verse 2, Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not appeared to as yet what we will be. We know that when he appears, we will be like him, because we will see him just as he is. And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as he is pure. Well, you know what somebody has to ask? Well, what will we be like? 
like him. Like him. And that's right. Right. John says, we don't know. Of course, that makes us want to ask the question, but we don't know. But John does give us, um, or rather the scriptures give us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, some really good indications of what the resurrection will be like. So this is what you're looking forward to, that when we see him, you'll be like him. Paul says, imperishable. He says, raised in power. Mm-hmm. Well, let's read this section. He says, 1 Corinthians 15, 42, so also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown a perishable body. It is raised an imperishable body. It is sown in dishonor. It's raised in glory, sown in weakness, raised in power, sown a natural body, raised a spiritual body. If there's a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So also it's written, the first man, Adam, became a living soul. The last Adam, Jesus, became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, Adam. Then the, then the spiritual. The first man is from the earth. He's earthy. The second man, Jesus, is from heaven. As is the earthy, so also are those who are earthy. And as is the heavenly, so also are those who are heavenly. Just as we have borne the image of the earthy, we will also bear the image of the heavenly. Mm. He says the heavenly image is one that is imperishable, raised in power, raised in glory, and spiritual. He says that's the image we're going to be raised to. So what are we supposed to look like right now? Oh, Mark, so what are we supposed to look like right now? Is that the question I'm supposed to ask? Well, somebody's got to ask the question. Hey, Mark. What's the answer? Mark, what are we supposed to look like right now? Well, that's a good question. We're going to be raised in the image of Jesus, but we should be right now conformed to that image in character. So verse 3, he who has his hope fixed on these things purifies himself. Just as he is pure. Just as he is pure. Yep. So Colossians chapter 3 echoes the very same sentiment. Colossians chapter 3 And verse 1 says, If then you have been raised up with Christ. Now, Colossians is using the same same mechanism of our resurrection, but Colossians is doing it as though that resurrection has already taken place. Right. So this is the resurrection that took place when we were immersed into Christ and raised to walk in newness of life. So if then you have been raised up with Christ, which you have, keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things that are on earth. For you've died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. So you're going to consider the members of your earthly body as dead to all of those fleshly things. Why? Because our focus is heavenward. Our focus is on things above. Because we've died, and our life that we were is hidden with God. That's gone. It's done. It's over. And now, when Christ, when we will also be revealed with him in glory, because that's where Jesus is, and that's the image we're being conformed to. All right. So, Mark, a person who has this hope, if if that Which hope? is my hope fixed on him, that I will be like him, I will be like him just as he is. All right. So the hope then, of resurrection. The hope, hope of, of resurrection. Okay. okay. If that is my hope, what does that look like in a person's life? I mean, if a person has that hope, how can, how can we expect that to manifest itself? It's going to show as a, as a very... Every priority is different. So, you know, a person who stays motivated to continue pleasing Christ regardless of, of, of what the outcomes here on earth mm-hmm. as somebody whose hope is fixed on resurrection. If they can set aside the, the earthly priorities in exchange for heavenly ones, I, I, that's, unfortunately, that's broad. But, sure. uh, but in principle, if somebody's really set their hope on resurrection then they're not going to be overly impacted if the stock market takes a dump tomorrow. Right. Okay, so but what if what if our hope is not on pleasing God and becoming like 
him in the hope of the resurrection. What is, I'm going to rephrase that. What if our hope is on something less than that? So how about this? Sure. Uh, as as um, <clears throat> we're going to go to work tomorrow. You and I are recording this on Lord's Day. It's in the afternoon. I'm going to hit the office tomorrow, and I've got great hope for tomorrow that it's going to be an impactful day. Uh, that I'm going to be a witness for God to the guys I'm working with. Yep, okay, yep. so but what if tomorrow goes down in flames? <laughs> okay, now I'm not expecting. Right. It, okay, I'm not being fatalistic or anything here. But let's just say. So let let's say that doesn't come out. It doesn't pan out that right, way. Right. Right. Or let's say that somebody that I'm I'm working with and I'm wanting to have a conversation about the Lord with. Let's say that they're they don't show up to work tomorrow. I don't okay. ever hear from them again. So maybe they went down in flames. Yeah, I mean, but. My my motives are spiritual, yep. right? Yep. And so uh, it, you can't say that I'm fleshly minded, right? But at the same time, is that the same thing as having hope in the resurrection? Well, hope in the <clears throat> the hope in the resurrection is the one the one hope that that cannot be taken from you. You know, every you know people hope they hope the. You know, we record this in eastern Washington, and, and um, so people around here hope that one day the Seahawks will again, you know, become national champions. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, you know. I don't, but okay, <clears throat> yeah. sure. So, so Go Zags. So, some people, I mean, some people, that's where their hope is. Yeah. And But as <laughs> as Seahawks fans know, that can mm-hmm. be taken from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, so if, you, if that's where your hope is, mm, yeah. you know, you take a chance. I mean, if your hope is that tomorrow is going to go great at work, mm-hmm. you know, it may not. Um, what if our hope is that uh, that a loved one becomes a Christian and we're living our Christian existence? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people listening to this who might have might have uh, cousins or neighbors sure. or they, they just yeah. do. And they love those people and they want them to become Christians. And so we live our life with the hope that those people become Christians. Is that bad? Well, no, it's not bad. And we should have that kind of uh, that kind of expectation for them. But as far as hope is concerned... For that can I mean that can be taken. They they don't have to say yes. Right. They can they can say you know what uh, thanks I appreciate the information. Not for me. I'm going to do my own thing. And they have the right to do that. If all of my hope is centered on you know Bob or Larry becoming a Christian and they say no, well now what reason do I have to move on? Right. But if my hope is the hope of resurrection of being conformed to Christ. Well, I can I can get through bad days at the office, and you know, and and when somebody says thanks but no thanks to the gospel, uh, you know that doesn't devastate us. Your purpose isn't now all of a sudden taken away from you, right? Yeah, I've still got a reason to move on and and find Larry and Curly. You know, I, I've still got I've got lots of hypothetical friends. You've got mo friends. <laughs> oh, that's very yeah. clever. Boink. So, yeah, there's lots of there's lots of things that are kind of temporal hopes or you know, on a smaller scale. But the only real hope that moves us that moves us forward is the hope of resurrection. And we'll catch you next time on Inner Man Radio. Radio. Wait, oh. Mark, real quick, uh, almost forgot. So. Rocky theme song. You know, we... we... I, I've yeah, heard it a few yeah. times. Right. There's even, there's even reports of that being some people's ringtone <laughs> yeah, that's out there. Right. <laughs> Not to mention names because we want to protect Matt Mozingo. That's right. Anyway, so... Uh, but we had a we had a listener submit a uh, submit a rendition of it on a ukulele, which I think is really cool. Thanks, Holly Toll, for providing that, by the way. Awesome. Uh, but if you are able, uh, able, keyword here, to, to record uh, an instrumental version of the Rocky theme song... You'd like Somewhat to musically inclined... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, with some production value. <laughs> hint, hint. Okay, so uh, feel free to fire it over, and we could uh, use that at the end of the show uh, as we close out. You just might become famous. Yeah, we'd love to hear what you got. So if you guys can play the 
Well, you were a uh, you're you're a keyboard player. Yeah, I did so play the I piano. I really like yes. someone on my behalf would record a version on the clarinet. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you've got uh, if you've got a little bit of uh, musical talent and you you can shoot us a Rocky theme song, that would be awesome. Thanks very much. And we'll catch you next time on In a Man Radio. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. That was one of our best episodes yet. I think really? this, yeah. You were on fire today. Omar, if fuego.